Thank you, Toronto. The live show was amazing. We are still on the road. Los Angeles, we will see you next on November 5th. London, we will see you November 17th. New York, we will see you December 1st. Had a lot of fun in the six. You didn't look too scared. I was happy. You weren't too nervous. Love the six. Uh, Thank you to everybody that came out. I had a great time. And I'm looking forward to coming back to Toronto again to do it soon. Yes, we have exclusive tour tees available at all the live shows. But if you can't make a show, we have merch available at newroymall.com. Subscribe to our Patreon. And we'll see you guys soon. You. No worries, ma. Yeah, we don't say you know what I'm saying. T Dot says you don't know. We don't say hey, that's the brakes. We say yo, so it go. We don't say you get one chance. We say you better rip the show before bottles stop flying and you running for the dough. We talk about cutting and hitting skins. We talk about beat that face. T Dot to eat your food before y'all cats say grace. Your cats are steady saying word. Um, so yes, we are in Canada. If you're looking at us or yes. listening to us, yeah. uh, either or, we are in Canada, in Toronto, uh, back in the lovely city. Uh, one of my favorite cities in the world, Rory. I, I, I'm sure you would agree with me. Absolutely. On that. Um, I haven't traveled very far internationally, so, yeah. you know, it's a small list. But Toronto, you're right there. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto's, <laughs> Toronto's really high. It's, it's Toronto, a 30-minute flight. It's great. Food yo, is amazing. Yo, People listen, are great. Man, I, this city has a, a, a special place in my heart. Uh, because of women? Oh, well, that's on the list for sure. I'm sorry, you culture. That's what, yeah, it's the culture. culture. It's the poutine. It's the culture of it's Toronto. Pussy. It's the uh, <laughs> poutine. Punani. It's just the, uh, the... It's the Tim Hortons, eh? It's the Tim Hortons. Mm. Um, but no, this is a... I spent a lot of time growing up here uh, in Toronto and in Montreal. I used to come up here every... Pretty much every summer. Is there a beef between Montreal and Toronto? We're asking the Torontonians uh, in the room right is now. That what, is that what y'all call? Torontonians? It's a small beef, but it's not. It's not really a beef. It's okay. a little. It's a little snobby. Like, it's not like you're so on site type of shit. It was French when I walked into the, the airport, though. It was yeah. half French, half English. Yeah. Do you guys bang French? There's mad like international in languages. <laughs> no. no, right? No. It's pretty American. Like, ain't not American. It's pretty English here. Yeah. Like Montreal is heavy on the French. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's why I like Toronto better. You don't like French people? I know. I just like English. Okay. It's the only, it's the only language I speak. Yeah. You know, it's a flex American. You're from Jersey and New York. They, everybody speaks different languages. In Jersey? Yeah. Damn, you've been to his house. Come on, man. Italian. It's all English. Queen, Jersey. Queens is the, the most diverse county in the exactly. entire country. The queen, the, the and English world. is still pretty heavy over there. <laughs> yeah. I can <laughs> promise you, you're not going to find no I've French ne- I've never Queens, been on the bro. train and read something else not other at than all. That. At all, it's not happening. But yeah, so we're in we're in Toronto. Uh, we have our show. If you if you're listening, we have our show tonight um, mm-hmm. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. No, oh, it was I'm yesterday. Oh shit, we killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the we'll show was amazing. Good job, guys. Woo! See, look, I'm yo, the show was crazy. Drake came through. Yeah, yeah. We did an interview. Y'all missed it. If y'all didn't come, that's on y'all. Yeah, Drake uh, opened. It was crazy. Drake opened, and he previewed some of his next album. Greg, Damn. Fred, Ed, all of them were there too. Yeah. <laughs> we got down to the bottom of who loved who the most. Charlene, Nadine, Christian. Yo, that, we talked about that bar. We, we that did. Was nuts. And they all send me naked pictures. It's the small things. It is. I'm laughing at that. No, listen. I felt that. I, no, I, I'm not clowning. I connected him to that. Because I got nothing, that bar. He bro. said it aggressively, but if you break it down, those, it's the small things that count. Honestly, you ever having a bad day and she just send you a nude? I was and it just to say, it brightens uh, is, is there, How many things in the world are greater than opening your phone and seeing attachment one image? From Pauline. Oof. Ooh, when they hit you with like that hidden and you have to like wipe your finger. Oh, it's like a journey. That's nice. Yeah, I love like a sketch. Journey. Album of the year. Just All off right. that line alone. Stop.
Look, see, look, look at y'all. That's because you're scared of the six. Yeah, I'm in the six. I know. Now, yeah. you're, now you're saying it's this album is your, of the decade. This is you currently checking in. Yo, imagine if social media was around when Michael Jackson put out like Thriller. That's do y'all know the shit that some people would have told Michael? He probably would have fucked. Do y'all know the shit that somebody fucked a lot of our mothers? No, but listen, do y'all know the shit that people would have told Michael? Like, imagine if podcasting was around when Michael Jackson put out Thriller. Would you interview Mike? They, they probably would have said it was okay. <laughs> Wasn't like the last album. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mike, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You could have I'm more like, of a Jackson 5 yeah, fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mike, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I prefer you, I'll be there. Like, just why you don't get back in your Billie Jean? Like, what? Can you go Diamond like day one? Bro, this is, I, I mean, you know. You know who would have been the best podcaster of all time? Prince. I believe Prince would have doubled as the artist podcaster and he would have shitted on every single artist on earth. I believe it. Prince would have been a great podcast. Nobody would have been his guest. No. Oh, what? Who can sit You're next bugging. To- he would have held he would have held the camera. Yeah. Like he would have done everything. <laughs> you seen the uh Outcast video on 3000? Uh with Prince? Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Oh, he plays oh, all the oh, instruments. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been Prince. Okay. That was Prince. Man in, in the cameras. He would have looked like Eddin with a whole bunch of other shit on. Headphones. Uh what is this called, Eddin? What is this little a recorder? Uh, recorder? recorder? Fuck you. What? There's an NPC there. What? <laughs> you trying to make some beats? Is that what you want? Can I get my flowers today? We've been giving you guys a lot of flowers. For what? Jada Pinkett Smith is the most toxic woman on planet Earth. Demaris texted us saying that she wanted her flowers too, but... I have been suggesting this for how many years now? A few that years. That she is, she is the most evil woman walking the Earth. So she can't... And we she... continue to blame men for all of her horror that she puts on our gender. <laughs> so she... You said whore? Horror. Yeah. She's no, a whore, whore that puts whore... She puts the horn horn. Oh, and Jada Pinkett Smith a whore? Not maybe by uh, physical standards, but by mental standards. That's a whore. That's a mean, explain. evil whore. Yeah, explain. What do you mean? What, what do you mean by that? She is tricking. I think Will Smith found out that he was divorced like the rest of us today. Uh, no. I don't think he realized no. he was separated in 2016. No, no. They, 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 I think they kind of, I can't remember the Red Table talk verbatim, but I think they kind of, when they sat down in the whole entanglement thing, I think they uh, threw it out there like, they weren't together or it was something like, like an open situation, yeah. but not so. This is pretty definitive. She said they've been separated. They teased yeah. open. They did not tease completely separated. Don't have me run up to the Oscars and smack the shit out of a comedian from for my bestie. It's not they're even not his even wife. Best that's a, yeah, that's a whore. Friends. That's a manipulative whore. Well, she spoke about that. That's, she that's said, my date to the Oscars. She said that Chris Rock had um, reached out to her and asked uh, if he could take her out because he had heard that they had broken up. Her and Will were, were split. And she said, no, like, that's just a rumor. And he was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, he apologized. Are you trying to beat? Well, yeah, it's Jada Pinkett. She's one of the prettiest women we've ever had in Hollywood, in our culture. Like, why wouldn't he? And again, whore behavior. If that was post-2016, why is she trying to make Chris Rock look like the bad guy here? Or like he should have been smacked? I don't think she was trying to make him look like a bad guy, though. It appeared that way. I think she I think she. Everyone took that and was like, well, he should have been smacked. No, but but she said that he didn't know. She kind of cleared it up like he didn't know. He thought thought that they were separated. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, He's not in the wrong in that. And if it's post-2016, though, and what did she tell Will? Because we know she lies to Will. What? <laughs> so, you know Will could have Will could have went up on that stage thinking he had the right information, knowing it was after 2016 later. I just think that, you know, Jada, Jada and Will's relationship is not the most... Con- Stable. I don't want to say the wrong word. Stable? I think that we... I think that... Because if you think about it, how long has it been before the Entanglement episode... That we actually saw Jada and Will like together, together mm-hmm. when Chris Rock was slept. Yeah, well, that was and no every award oh. show we see them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. It's 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 when it's for the red carpet. It's when it's for the yeah. Cameras. But that's just public appearance stuff. I wouldn't put. You know what I mean? 
Like that's. But there was like there was stories of Will not being with Jada for years before that though. Like he was in Miami doing his thing, shooting movies, and we're not talking about him. We're talking about Jada, yeah, and all the bullshit she has done. Why? Why do we need another interview? Like, leave us alone. Well, I didn't need more information. I think I think that I think that they're promo. She's promoing something, right? Is in the. Uh, it has to be something coming. Is Red Table Talk it's still on Facebook? The downfall no, of Will. no, that's uh, everything in terms of Facebook uh, videos done. So where's the Red Table Talk at? Now? It's up for sale. They're, they can shop it, yeah. but Facebook Facebook Watch doesn't exist. It's in a dining room that neither of them go into anymore. But but the show that that was a big show. So obviously that's something that Jada is trying to continue to do. This this interview, who was it with? Hoda interview. Mm-hmm. Hoda and the horse on Hoda, that show. Hoda and the horse. So. What? Why won't, like, I feel like even if you don't get along with your ex-wife, husband, ex-partner, ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, you owe them some type of respect and to shut the fuck up about the relationship at some point. Has it not dragged on long enough? Do we really think Jada Smith gives a fuck about Will and his feelings? Nah. Or his perception? She has had, had put him on missions. He looks nuts. But what, all for her to what, come back and be like, mm, but what, what I, I don't she, know why he did it. I thought it was a skit. But what did she because say? She's been fucking with him mentally for two decades. Yeah, but what did she say in this interview? That and made then him anytime look crazy, Tupac though? gets brought, Tupac doesn't even need to get brought up. They talk about Neil Diamond. She's like, what about Tupac? Anytime. But anytime Will comes up, it's like, well, I, you know, I was fucking someone else. We weren't together. Like, look at the respect level that this woman also, has given her life partner. If they've been separated for since 2016, that means for eight years she's been doing this press run of just like slowly of course dragging will and just be smirching his name's sake for eight years if they've been separated just stop talking about him in that regard what was the point of this interview though like what did what was the what was the what did they what did, what was holder interviewing jada uh pinkett smith about like what were they talking this? about but no there has to be something <laughs> this there, this there, there has to be something it's, it's a show I mean, it's, it's a movie she's, pro- she's probably about. doing something i but you know why she was there and she knew the talking points and she knew what she was going to talk about. Yeah. I'm sure maybe she's doing another movie or some shit. But is that really why people tuned in? Is that the headlines for anything? No. Of course not. They want to hear they want to hear her talk about the split and the and the separation. Like that was like the definition of some woman shit. You do all that, continue on with all this press bullshit, tell Will about Chris Rock just trying to, you know, shoot a shot for a second after mm-hmm. you guys split up. Will gets up, smacks the shit out of him for your honor and you go oh, I thought it was a skit yo if Bitch. I get if I get slapped and somebody Jesus says I thought it was Christ. a skit you have been manipulating and playing mind games with me for so long and then you see me smack the shit out of somebody for disrespecting you and you told me that he was trying to shoot a shot and he's supposed to be my fake industry friend and then you say I thought it was a skit that is the definition of manipulation yeah. that woman that- has been ruining that guy's life I don't know about Ruin. He's doing all right. He's doing pretty okay. Well, he's doing doing yeah, financially, but his public perception is terrible. Like, no one respects him. We're talking about men, the lack of men in Canada. Who respects Will as a man right now? Well, I don't think Will probably cares too much about that. I meant, like, his internal personal feelings. It probably just mean, like, it's hard to look at Will and be like, I would she's think- fucking up, like, his legacy. That's, what's, that's what annoys me. It's like, all this is fucking up how I look at Will Smith. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, like, like, forever? Put it like that. Like everything he's what is done? doing. Yeah. Yo, you don't look at Will crazy now? Yeah. No, you don't. You don't yes, I do. You don't you watch Fresh Prince and you like, what the fuck? Nobody gives a fuck about Will Smith, bro. Not like that. Like, oh, no, I was what I said. No, no, no. Not yeah. like, but I'm saying we don't think about Will Smith on our day-to-day. Nobody, who the fuck thinks about Will We're Smith? I do when Jada doesn't interview. It's not day-to-day. Yeah, that's what you think about it. 
It's not day to day. Shut up. Yeah, nobody thinks about Will. Nobody really cares. Nobody what do you gives think, a fuck. What do you think their kids think of this whole thing? They probably don't. They care. have been privy to information. Jayden, They're adults now. Jaden is on so many shrooms. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, about, he's just riding a bike. Yeah, he's just it's just shrooms and and a good times, good mm. energy. Like Jaden don't care about none of this shit, man. Talented kid though. Talented artist. He thought he nah, thought his dad smacked Osmosis Jones when he was up there. So yeah. how he was? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Did but, you, someone made a remake of that video where? It's them as the animals, the animated animals they played. And uh-huh. it was Chris Rock as oh, yeah, the Rock. zebra from zebra. Madagascar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Will Smith as the shark from Shark Tale. And they like this full on animation. They just smack Slap the zebra. Him. Yeah. And then he, the, the zebra responds in the zebra voice. It's hilarious. That's fucked up. It's so funny. We're never going to get over it. <laughs> you not over it? You over that slap? Yeah, man. I don't care about that shit. Do we really believe Jada replied with, <laughs> no, sorry, Chris. We're not separated. Yeah. What do you th- yeah. What, what do you think the reply you think, was? You think Chris hit that? No. But I don't. I don't think Jada deaded it right away. She doesn't seem like for the information she's given us. I'm not speculating what she's put out there. She doesn't seem like the woman that straight up says, "No, I have a man." Mm. <laughs> she looks like she actually gives in to the question, so he doesn't let you have friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then probably like Chris, stop. Yeah. She seems like that type to me. Yeah. I'm not saying he hit. But I'm saying there was some chemistry there that made Chris like pursue a little bit more on that question. Yeah. Like she's I like, don't think Chris Rock out of nowhere said to Jada, can I take you out? He didn't call up, pick up his phone, cold dial Jada and say, can I take you out? There was an exchange before that that Jada is leaving out and Chris went, so can I take you out? And then she was probably like, well, no, no, no. I have- I'm still married. Yeah. She left out the beginning of that conversation. She's like, I'm saving myself <laughs> for my son's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> But I ain't going to lie. See, I, this is why I can't fuck with you, though, because you was one of the ones that was saying oh, here we go. mental illness, like his mental health, like August Alcina's mental health. He was health. taking advantage of. Yes. He was. He was taking advantage of. And, yes. and Chris Rock just came out as I being say uh, that, mentally ill as well. That's her type. I, <laughs> she got a type. See, I'm on the spectrum. What's up, Jada? I want to say that August Alcina was we acting know. like Kaiser Sose. It wasn't nothing wrong with him, but he was Sorry. acting like it was. That kid. Just so he could get in the house. Think about it. That's a that's a genius plan. Mm. Like, yo, I'm going through something. My family, you know, like, can I just stay here? Can I crash for a couple? couple is that weeks? is that what you would do to, for Jada? Hell yeah! <laughs> I think I saw her at Dumbo House once. We kept looking at each other, and I was looking at her because I thought it was her. Not, I was like convinced it was her, and we kept staring back and forth. She at was each like, other. "Is that Julie?" It was weird. Listen, I didn't pursue. I didn't go anywhere. I don't think I'm a very petty person, but at this point, if I'm Will Smith, I might bail out KVD. <laughs> That's a sick transition. What is wrong with you? That's what I'm saying. Like, your brain. <laughs> just is it the somewhere. Canadian air? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm, I'm very sick right now. Yeah, like, no, I, you're sick all the time. Like, why would your mind go to that? You got the Canadian I just, flu. I mean, she continues to go out and do shit. Like, Will has to get his lick back. When he thought he was getting his lick back, it was all a lie. Mm-hmm. You could just hit Diddy. Like, he might have to see what that, that Keefe bail is. Yo, relax. <laughs> For a fair trial. <laughs> Yo, relax. Yo. Julie's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said. So We're please Canada. Said. I said you could just hit Diddy. <laughs> Talk about it. No, I'm not. I'm, no. not, I'm yeah. leaving that alone. I'm not no. talking about that. So the BT Awards uh, aired la- Hip- last night. Hip Hop Awards. BT, oh, excuse me. The BT Hip Hop Awards. It was it was taped last week, though. Hmm. Um, I didn't see it, though. And I did I did want to see J- Jermaine Dupri's uh, So So Deaf 30 year anniversary tribute. Um, because obviously JD, that's family, but, um, I also, I always like to see, uh, the music we grew up on in the culture when a lot of the artists come back and hit the stage. Um, so I'm mad I missed that, but 
I want to talk about it because Rory is about to blow a gasket once again. Again? Carisha Please won Best Hip Hop Platform. Best. Yeah. Yeah, she won. It's I'm, not a split. It wasn't I'm a split. I'm going to bail out Keith Eddie now. It wasn't a split. It's an inside job. It wasn't a split. Keith's getting this woman awards. It wasn't a split between uh, Drink Champs and her this year. This year it was solely Just Carisha. a clear... Carisha. Back-to-back winner. She's Has a, she interviewed anyone since her last award? No, she's, she's the she's the uh she's the Steph Curry of podcasting right now. Mm. That's sick. Yeah, she's back to back. All hits, no misses. No, yeah. no, I want you to explain no, that. Yeah, keep going. Keep going down well, that. Explain, like, give me the, the similarities between Steph Curry in basketball yeah. and her in, in media. Well, everything she touches seems seems to go in. Mm. Um you never know if she's nope. really in, in a relationship with that person or not. You don't know. Mm. Uh she's very uh you know, for the most part, she's very laid back mm. until the lights come on and the cameras start rolling and it's time to get into her. That's how you would describe uh, <laughs> half of the city girls? Well, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Curry? Sure. Most, <laughs> most city girls are like that. Like, if you ever met a city girl, they're really calm, like, when it's not, like, turn up time. That's true. Until that light on your camera comes out, that's when they turn Yeah, up. that's when, because it's something about the, the light on the phone means uh, twerk. Yeah, we work with Damaris. True. City girl. Similar. Yeah. City girl. Listen, man. Has Carisha really done an interview since her last award? Or did they just... Well, yes. currently on her YouTube page, she has one upcoming that 36 people are waiting for with Ari the Don. Oh, Ooh. so they just gave her the award because... They're anticipating a smash. Yeah. 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 She, for your consideration, <laughs> the ET Pop Awards, here is this video. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. All right, man. Come on. Listen, man. Because every time I say this, it sounds like I'm hating on Carisha. <laughs> you are. No, I'm not. Well, why can't you just be happy for she her? She was number seven with one interview, and now she's won back-to-back BET Awards yep. with two interviews? Yeah. And zero this year? Mm-hmm. All right. My bad. <laughs> listen, man, I think it's the best hip-hop platform. I just, anytime we get a chance to see Carisha and just listen to her, Tell, tell me I'm what, down. like, what do you like about her, her platform? Oh, man. Especially like the hip-hop part. She asks the hard-hitting questions. Mm. She mm. gets right to it. Uh, she's, she's very diverse in who she can sit down with. Like Steph Curry. Steph Curry, Aisha yeah. Curry, mm. uh, Summer Walker. Curry chicken. Yeah, curry chicken. Um, curry goat. I just think that, you know, she, she's just fun to watch. She is, she is fun to watch. Her personality. She's gotten better. I've seen, I've seen some of her, like, clips. She seems to be getting more comfortable. She seems to be getting, like, really settling into that. Uh, you almost forget that she is a city girl. Mm. What, For me. What reminds you? Wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's just the balance, the duality. Yeah. No, like, seriously, like, I, if you didn't know. Is she a know, Gemini? She has to be a Gemini. <laughs> If you didn't know, like she was like in the city girls, you you might think that she was the first lady. You might think that she was uh, she's Kamala. She had the best hip hop platform. <laughs> I thought she was Kamala. Yeah, <laughs> she has separated herself from that whole like you know city girl thing. Like, <laughs> the name of their album coming out on Friday is Real Ass Whores. Yeah, they have an album coming out this it's called Raw. Raw. It's I, weird because the W women was right there. Like you didn't have in to front do of our eyes. You could you could have done Real Ass Women. Yeah. You didn't have to do a real ass word. Nah, but whore is just a, it's a great it's, word. It's a great word. Yeah. Because it can mean so much. <laughs> like what? What can it mean? <laughs> you said she was an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius. Well, I said she was a Gemini. She's an Aquarius. She played both sides. Did, did you th- just search that? Yeah. My Googles are nasty. That's a oh, nasty album. That is yeah. a nasty Google. You just uh, searched what's Carisha's Zodiac? No, I said February 11th Zodiac. That's her birthday. You know her birthday? Well, I've been, I, uh, I did this Wikipedia. I thought you just had that on your brain. Like her birthday is February. No, I, I was about to say, how do you even know that? She's a city girl. I asked you 10 seconds ago how to spell Carisha. I've been uh, picking up the BT Hip Hop Awards for quite some time. I, I think I'm here to shit on them. On the BT Hip Hop Did you see it? I saw a lot of it. Just get rid of the ciphers at this point. It's getting like disrespectful. I don't what? know why they got rid of it in the first place. I think that's what separated it 
from the BET Awards and every other award show. And it's great for YouTube. Like, you don't have to rely on ratings to watch TV. Like, that shit is going to go great on every single platform. It's the ciphers. It's great. Just, they did one cipher with Swizz. Simba was great. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to the gentleman from PG. Shout out to PG County. I my my, my, my dog Foggy Raw. He's probably great. Watch on, him out. I'm not saying anything disrespectful. Yeah. He's probably great when he's on the type of beats he needs to be on. Yeah. He shouldn't be on that Nas beat. And I can't understand a word you're saying. That's not what ciphers are for. I did see Cassidy, that. Cassidy, underwhelming as fuck. He gave like a 12. Scarlet was cool, mm-hmm. but it, it was a waste of time. Like, either commit to it or don't. Do you think that's just, because rap, a lot of rappers turn it down now? I think a lot of rappers are turning down the cipher. Because that's because who are you going to keep asking BT, every year? They, like, each year quietly get a, farther away from it. Yeah. So yeah, this year I would definitely turn it down. But that's because they've ignored it when it was their number one platform. We mm-hmm. watched the hip hop awards for the, because for the cipher. of the ciphers. Absolutely. And don't even tell me that Oh, rap chains, there's not a lot of lyricists. There's, there's plenty of people that even if they're not lyricists would do well in the ciphers. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't get it. Why would you get away from the one thing that you can still use on all internet platforms? Fuck TV ratings. Ciphers. That is your thing. But I think that speaks to Even a if bigger... they're bad, we could laugh at them. This was just a half-assed, lazy, like, just have Simba rap. <laughs> like, just, just give us a Simba verse. But I think that's, it's a bigger issue, though, because I was, I was listening to something that... Um... I think it was, was it Juicy J that said uh, hip hop, like sales and everything's down about 40%. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. There is a, there is a, whether we want to admit it or not, there's a correlation between ticket sales being low, um, streams being low in rap, hip hop, the cypher being lackluster now. There is something, there is something there and, and we do need to pay attention to it because at this rate, I mean, does hip hop go from being the number one genre in music to even if it's number two, that's that's bad. Uh, I think like the way in which because hip hop is still such a young genre, the way in which like a pop artist, there's a formula that works for pop music. And I Mm -hmm. think hip hop is now seeing its formula and we can get microwave hip hop where we can get an artist to make one sign them on the one song we know we want to own the catalog for own the rights to that record. And then try a, try an EP, maybe an album if they're good enough to even force that issue and then just get rid of them. So like the way in which like pop singers were like turned over in that regard, I think we're just seeing that with hip hop. It's just kind of mimicking the. Yeah, but it's, probably, it's not a fair metric because the amount of rappers that they're probably comparing that to is to two pop stars, one country singer, one yeah. rock. Whereas hip hop can drop so much because it's based off so many other artists and so many metrics that if it takes a slight fall yeah you get 40 fucking percent instead of taylor swift versus the migos not selling as much mm-hmm. it's just a different game and i'm sure it's drastically lower in every single genre i'm sure the pop artists under taylor swift there's a huge gap like yeah. everything's honest what jimmy Iovine just did a, did an interview and said that People, fame replaced fame, great great yeah and that's across everything not just music like it's just fame now it's attention yeah, but no it's it's, it's, it's impressions it's, it's not bad sales but hip-hop is is it's it's bad in hip hop on its fiftieth year too. It's it's really bad in hip hop, and you can't make a pop artist or you can't have a a person do a pop record and let it take off the way somebody could mimic a rap hip hop record and it take off. But it, I mean, it became the number one genre what three or four years ago. It became pop three or four years ago. Yeah, it was the number one genre, mm-hmm. and then I think that 
what Jimmy Iovine is talking about as far as fame replacing greatness happened, hip hop happened to be number one. So it took the fall. Mm-hmm. I think if rock and roll was number one in 2018, 19, mm-hmm. it would have this 40% fall as well. I mm-hmm. think it's a reflection of the times, not the reflection of hip hop. Do I think the music has suffered? hundred percent, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's really the full scope of it. Do you think this is a good time for with music being a, uh, hip hop and rap being on the decline? It is as far as ticket sales, arenas and numbers and things like that. Is this a good time for Drake to step away from recording? Well, he announced he is. So I think it's smart. What does on it his mean part? for the, for the, for the culture though, in the genre? I think it's smart on his part in the sense that a, he's, his output has, he's done more than enough. Take a break. More than enough. Like you're good. Three albums. You're obviously solidified. We don't need more from you. Um, and I say that respectfully, but also take time to survey the landscape of what hip hop's becoming because it is changing. And I think by him being away, I don't think him being away means he's going to disappear. I think it's him tapping in and kind of like, on the peripheral periphery, just looking at the yachties and other people that are younger and kind of still creating and are more active in the scene and mm-hmm. just kind of cherry picking qualities and things you want to kind of build for your next sound or whatever that case may be for him. I don't think he'll just disappear, but I think it's smart that he should just take a break from putting out his music. I think it's great for, for other artists though. I think it's an opportunity Obviously, those shoes are not going to be yeah, filled no. in a year or two years that he decides to take off. But I think that it forces people to listen to a lot of dope artists like, you know, a lot of these rappers that have just dropped projects recently. But nobody's really talking about because now, you know, obviously the biggest artists in music drop. But the guys like Rome Streets, Nick Grant, if they get to consistently put out projects every year. And people have to listen to that because there's no big juggernaut like a Drake that's dominating. and But you still have these artists and these rappers that are putting out dope projects. Now this gives people an opportunity for their careers to kind of take off. I think it's, it's great for that level of artists. I think it may expose the B-level artists that are now. We've had the conversation a few times that there is no solidified superstar for the next generation. If Drake takes a, a break, it, that'll get exposed even more. Oh, yeah. I, I think... If uh, for the Roman streets and the grant, great. I think that's going to be a good time for them, but it can really expose the second level little baby type artists. Mm. If they have to dominate an entire year and just that generation is putting music out, it's going to, the difference will show. How much longer do you guys think we have until the next rap superstar? I don't know if it's, if we're designed to, have one yeah I was gonna like, say I, I don't know if the market yo it's scary if, unless the market shifts back like of course we give Drake Cole Kendrick <clears throat> all this credit and they deserve it but they were also in a sustainable business model at yeah. that time to become a superstar mm-hmm. um, of course they had to you know to find their way through where it wasn't radio and they, they had a, a big shift that they had to adapt to mm-hmm. so they deserve that credit but they were still in a model that allowed for a superstar I don't know if we have one right now it's fucking weird. Kendrick doesn't put out, and that's the, and that's the thing that is to be, you know, they're gonna say I'm sucking cock again, but Ew. when you wow. when you when you talk about just the output of music, whether it's features, whether it's you know albums, whatever, that's what Drake has done. Like Kendrick could give us an album, but then he he completely we don't know what the fuck Kendrick is doing right now. Every five years, like he just goes and and disappears and leaves, and then comes back with great music and then disappears again. If Drake decides to step away. People are gonna really. We're gonna feel that 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 gap. Yeah, 
Like we're gonna feel it like, oh shit, like we it's really nothing. Because even when this album was announced, we were looking forward to this project. Because that's the project you look forward to. Like, yo, who's the big dog? What does he have to say? What is he working on? What is he doing? But if he's not there, cool, we get to pay attention to other dope rappers and other and other dope artists. But there's still that gap where it's just like it doesn't feel like it was like a a big year in in the genre without the big juggernaut. Yeah. Again, Cole is the same, not as much as Kendrick. He doesn't disappear as much as Kendrick, but Cole disappears too. Like he'll completely just go he off the grid. More You'll see him riding his bike up Madison or something like that. <laughs> but I'm you don't, he's not working on no music. Mm. The fall off is the fall off is coming. We don't know when that's dropping. Mm. They're supposed to be maybe, easier, no? maybe, maybe 24. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. You sound but like I mean, you got even, some, you sound like, no, 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 I think that could fucking happen. No. What? From- if, if Cole Kendrick and oh, Drake okay. Oh, okay. take oh, a year off, no, no, no. I thought you meant just Drake. I was like, weird. that's a lot. Obviously, Well, no, yes. but that's the thing. But, I, but I'm saying, M, I'm sure there was a year where we didn't get a, a Nelly J project or M J like out of those three. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we didn't feel it the same way. Still got a great Ludacris album. You still, there was still plenty of shit yeah. going on. Yeah. Got a great T.I. album. Like, mm-hmm. Jeezy. I, I don't think we're going to feel that way anymore. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. I just think if they are gone, all three of them for a whole year, it would be a very odd feeling and probably the first like absent year of hip hop. You mean no releases, no features? No, I'm nothing. sure great music will come out. That's what he's saying. With no, no, I'm Grant. saying like there will be great music, but it won't feel like a yeah. dominant hip hop year. And I don't think that's happening quite some time. Uh, they were all nominated. The three we're talking about: Cole, Kendrick, and um, Drake for Hip Hop Artist of the Year at the BT Hip Hop Awards, and Kendrick won. Best hip hop artist, yeah, artist of the year, and uh, the uh, her loss project won album of the year. So really, mm-hmm. who else was nominated? I'm not mad at it though. I, I think I'm that. not mad at it, but I would like to know who else was there though. Who else? Was uh, let's see. Uh, Glorilla, Jesus, not, not very difficult competition. Glorilla, Coyle Ray. Wait, 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 wait. Glorilla put an album up. Yeah. Uh, anyways, life's great. Glorilla, yeah. Coyle yeah. Ray's album, uh, God did. That's still somehow. Coyle Ray's nominated. album was nominated for album. <laughs> didn't, didn't God did God, come out in two thousand two? God did. Yeah, I don't know how that keeps happening. Wait, 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 wait. Coyle Ray's album got nominated for hip hop album of the year. Yeah, yeah. And didn't uh, that Glow sell Ray. like five thousand? Two thousand. God did was August twenty. How was that nominated for hip hop album of the year? Because the uh, labels give favors. By this metric, Rory, you should have been dead ass. Not even as a joke. I mean, Bro, no, 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 no. She sold 2,000 units. the same of- way Glorilla got to do that awful single to open the Hip Hop Awards. It's labels, label favor. Quite was June. Hip Hop is in trouble, man. Viacom Universal Friendships. That's all it takes. Hip Hop oh, is so in this might, it might have been a different project, but this project, Koi, sold approximately 10,000 units. Koi was, Koi so came my, on my June. bad. I yeah. misspoke. How was that nominated for Hip Hop Album of the Year? There's 10,000 people. Because she's very popular on TikTok. and yeah. I like Koi She, she has fame. Uh, no, no. I like Koi I think she's dope. I like her personality. I like, she's like just herself. She's not trying to be nobody else. I love that. But to be nominated for Hip Hop Album of the Year. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, uh, 
It's not the Source Awards, so you don't understand it. Mm, exactly. I'll finish the rest of these real quick. Uh, God did Heroes and Villains, Metro, Jackman, Jack Harlow, The Pink Tape, Uzi, and Traumazine from Meg. And uh, yeah, her loss was the winner. I get it. Metro or, or her loss? Yeah, I, Metro I or her loss. God did. I don't. I don't know why that keeps <laughs> yeah. happening. But that's not an album, is it? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, the album, the, the title track, and the album are called God Did. God Did, yeah. Staying alive, uh, uh, crazy song. Uh, that was the song uh, of the decade. Staying alive, you know. That's <laughs> that, that's what saved the environment, not the environment. You remember the first thing, <laughs> the culture? <laughs> Yo, y'all not scared for the cult, like for hip hop? A little seriously? bit, yeah. I, I am. I just think it's funny that Khaled can get Drake records off the clearance rack and still get nominated for everything. And he has two more two more songs on his next album coming, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was He funny. walked out with the billboards. That was a cool two. promo. That was dope. The promo... No, Khaled is... Listen, he's a genius at marketing. He's a genius at promoting all of those things. I just think that his albums... It's just something about his albums that you just never go back right, to. Back, it's weird. back to sounding like a hater. Do we really want the two... Drake records that Khaled has. He put out over 60. No, I don't want Drake it. has put out over 60 records I don't in two want years. And good. we know there was a lot of throwaways on some of the stuff he's been putting out recently. What two throwaways do you think Khaled has? Do we need both of them? Only they're both going to be throwaways. Because he put two on that God did shit and the Drake was the Drake intro or outro. It was like a snippet of Drake harmonizing in the, in the studio. And oh, yeah, wasn't right. it like a voicemail? Yes. Wow. It was like, do I really <laughs> want the Drake records that are on this Khaled project? <laughs> You would hope that he's holding that big ass sign up. It would and, is gonna, and is there going to be a new formula? Nah, no. Because it's, it's, it's going to sound safe. like hating again. Because I think Khaled has great albums, hating. but the last you're few not hating. have fucking stunk. Because he's sticking to the same formula of trying to pair the biggest artist at the time on whatever terrible beat, and they're they just walk in for five minutes, give him half a verse, and he markets it better than anyone. And then we listen to the album for half a day and it's done. Who's quietly putting out a better version of that with the same artist is uh, Calvin Harris. Those funk bounce albums are incredible. Oh, that's fire. a very unfair comparison. It's Calvin not. Harris does They're that. doing perfectly. the same thing. Yeah, but, that, yeah, no, but you're talking but, about Calvin Harris. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah. All right, fine. He's actually doing something with the music. Yeah. Not fine. even just that, but it's, like, it's Calvin Harris way is different. different. <laughs> it's a different. But I'm saying like, they're pulling from the same artist. Yeah, but. Calvin Harris is different, is what is what you're missing. Yeah, they're different people, but the the no, no, it's not just type of yes, projects are the people. same. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we know I've never seen him. In we the know same they're room. Israel and Palestine. <laughs> no, but yeah. oh my god, uh, too soon. Right. My bad. Um, <laughs> but there, that's a drastically different comparison with Calvin Harris and his career and what he does with music and artists and what and DJ Khaled. Khaled does. And I'm not hating on Cal; they're just different artists. I saw Vlad say something about uh, why Drake hasn't, why Drake and Khaled have not spoken on the um, situation. In uh, in the Gaza Strip, like why he they haven't spoken on anything, they haven't said anything, they haven't, you know, just meant, no mention of it at all. Drake being uh Jewish and Khaled uh being um Palestinian. Yeah, he's Palestinian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? And he said something about if they've two. This is what makes artists like Tupac great because you know damn well Tupac would have said something if something like this hit so close to home. Also, that's a, a Calvin Harris, DJ Khaled comparison as well. So Tupac hitting the ground on everything that he did, and that was part of his entire existence, his background. is He was an artist second compared to that. Mm-hmm. Vlad is saying the difference is maybe the IG post. Like, 
Different we we times, want right. DJ Khaled. We want Khaled to go to the Gaza Strip. Like, what does Vlad I, want? I don't, Vlad wants an IG post from him and then wants to put Tupac in the same sentence. No, I don't think that's. <laughs> as far as being an activist, I don't think that's what he meant. I think he he's just saying like y- y'all have to say something, like acknowledgement. Yeah, but Drake's you have always to played like okay, the Michael but, Jordan card why, in that regard. Why? He's played. Just very remember what what did Michael say when you never spoke out about black issues? Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Drake, that's Ben Drake's. He's a chameleon. He forms to whatever matters. So I'm saying within music, he can be the Jamaican for a month. He can uh, speak Arabic. Did you when say he wants Jamaican to. for a month? I mean, he, he like, we've seen him do these things. He's like thinking, he's not. He's you know being Jamaican for a month. <laughs> he was, I mean, he was I Jamaican for a month. It was a couple months. months. It was a great month. It was a great month. It was great. Some more life out of it. Fucking Blem. Come on, do it again. Great time. Re up. Yeah. No. So like we can see him play that in the music, and I think that's he's safe playing it when it's positive for the outcome of his music career. But it's a risk to dip into something politically. Mia Khalifa lost her Pornhub yeah, sponsorship she lost her, uh, podcast. for speaking about the the Palestine. Yeah, but she, Palestine. She, no, 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 no. But she didn't. It's not because she spoke it was about it. Yes, she said some. She, she was like, "Yo, can y'all turn your phones horizontal?" Like, that, so no, we can get was, a better. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah like she, she, she said, it was fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah, no, nah, but I'm just saying there are consequences if you even insert yourself into a conflict. Yeah. So he plays it the way Michael did. Just play it safe. Mm-hmm. Just don't even address it. Mm-hmm. Just do what people want from you, which is music. But you don't think that somebody as big as an artist like uh, a Drake or a Khaled, they, you, you don't think that it's there. It's almost like they have to do that. They, they have, have a responsibility but you, but you, can't, you can't win for losing in either side that you post about on Instagram with this. And and I'm not saying they have to take a side. I'm just saying something like, yo, let's pray for peace. Like, like whatever we need to do to kind of resolve it. Just something. Ah, so, but that's so, that's so, so, em- that's so empty yeah. Yeah. to me. Like, I, I'm not saying they got to pick a side. I'm not you, saying they have to say. You kind of forced to. You, you, you got it. Yeah. And, and I think that's, the, and I think that's also, why they don't do it because they know that people yeah, are trying exactly. to force them. No, to exactly. like, but also like, do we think the horrible things that are happening in, in Israel and the Gaza Strip specifically right now are really concerned if Drake or DJ Khaled posts on Instagram. I no, think, no, no, that's they're like, not this concerned. This is such a they're Western not. It's like the Ja Rule bullshit, like, from uh, Jason. Even that's why, like, you know, I've, I've not been quiet amongst my inner circle or, or people I care about or people that have opinions on both sides. This is something I haven't stopped talking about for over a week, but I didn't want to come on here to argue semantics because all I see on my timeline is people trying to one-up each other on who can give the history of Israel versus Palestine better. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that helping? Yeah. You're literally just on the internet trying to look more morally sound than the next person or try to correct someone's grammar or some part of history. Like what are we really contributing right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should just shut up for a second. Cause and, all we're doing yeah. is contributing to misinformation and arguing while we sit in America, while that is happening over there. I do think that, you know, I can have, have, have I have I checked on my Jewish friends? Yes. Have I checked on my Palestinian friends? Yes. Who have family over there? Of course. Me talking about it on the Internet or or posting something I, contributes nothing to yeah. what's going on. Over there. And it's always like, to, weird. To think, that's such a fucking arrogant American thing to think, to force someone to have to say something on IG and think that's really helping the situation. You are so fucking conceited, but it was into yourself that those. Do you think those people give a fuck 
what Rory and Mo on the microphone are saying. No, it's, no it's, they don't. It's People not. in America, so they can feel better about themselves, about something that they will never go even try to help out with. But what you're missing is a lot of their, their supporters and a lot of the people that, you know, stream their music and are fans of theirs. These are people who have family there. These are people who have are from there. So when somebody like Vlad says that, what he's saying is a lot of your supporters are from these places because of your lineage and your connection to this part of the world. Like this is why they support you. So in a time like this, to not say anything is okay. a little is a little fucked up. We don't know what Khaled or Drake have done behind the scenes as far as actually making that's, change. That's a no, fact. That's, that's a fact. Listen, that's so, a fact. Yeah. So to say, right, let's go with um, Khaled specifically. He is of Palestinian descent. We also know there is a, a difference between Palestinians and the terrorist group that is happening. Mm-hmm. Not going to get into the particulars or my opinion on it. They have no electricity. So if Khaled is doing something behind the scenes to help, he doesn't Yo, need to post on Instagram 100%. for people that don't have electricity. Mm-hmm. They can't open IG right now. Right. So everyone that's being activists on your timeline, I get it. You're, you're amazing. You're better than me. You're awesome. You're great. They can't see it. Yeah. They don't have power. Mm-hmm. So leave everyone else that does want to be quiet about it and maybe help in their own way within their own circles or f- try to find to learn more, educate themselves more before running out a window to talk about a topic they don't fully understand. The fuck alone. Leave us alone. You guys are awesome. You guys are way more morally sound than us. You tweet all day. Leave us alone. Like, just leave us the fuck alone. If you're doing something behind the scenes, I'm always a, a fan of that. Like, I, I don't think that, you know, you have to announce everything. Everything is not doesn't have to be an announcement. But if these gentlemen are actively like trying to like send aid and help in any way that they can behind the scenes quietly without posting on social media, then that's beautiful. I'm I'm all for that. I I I like that type of thing because you you showing that this is not for you know cloud or any of this other corny shit. This is not so that people know that I'm doing this. I'm really concerned and and we you know innocent people are dying. Uh, babies are dying. So if an artist is is literally helping behind the scenes, then it doesn't have to be posted. And I, I know it's the, more. the cardinal sin on activist Twitter to say, hey, I'd like to learn more about this. I'd like to educate myself more about this. Uh, you get attacked. You get killed. Why? You say oh, you want to why? Because you should already know. Like, Man, you should already come know. come on. You, you can't educate yourself. You Read can't, a book. You can't ask questions. You can't do anything. You're supposed to be born with this knowledge, Rory. <laughs> Three, 3% of you has this knowledge flowing yeah. through your veins. Yeah. So I heard you were giving 3% of your pay... Uh, and efforts of Word? relief and uh, aid. My, t- my ties? Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Roy. <laughs> ties. See, they, they said Floyd sent a jet over there with like... Yeah. So for, for like supplies and shit. Who? That's illegal. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. All right. I'm calling Cap. That's illegal. You can't even have Kevlar in the United States. And Where did Floyd get a bunch of legal bulletproof vests to fly to Israel? <laughs> not bulletproof vests. No, not vests. No, no supplies, oh. bro. <laughs> I saw bulletproof vests. <laughs> See, you this is Floyd. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe Floyd loaded up his private jet. Maybe he's not fucking. Rocky wrote on his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yo, loading up your jet with Kevlar. Like you sing it in. So, oh, he's no. Really boys oh, fucking, no, no, no. He's uh, not. No, no, he's right. He's right. Aaron, Aaron Man, uh, Mayweather. Um, this sounds crazy, though. But we stock with supplies with everything from food and water to bulletproof vests. They're illegal in the United States. That's Where wild. did Floyd get a bunch of. Yo, Floyd is loading up his jet with bulletproof vests. He tapped the homies at January 6th. They were all rocking vests. Yeah, but they didn't get them by, on, a, on a jet loaded by Floyd no, they Mayweather. They probably got the vest when they got recalled. Hit the commissary and was like, give me all that shit that they got down there. You Fly get, to Israel. Fib, 
Floyd, one of the best boxers of all time. Do you think he's taking a private jet from the United States he's not doing with Kevlar listen, and landing me, in a me, war zone? Let me read. Let me help. No, let me let, me let you understand something. In the most so, secure border period right now. Somebody that's not on that jet is Floyd Mayweather. He's not on that fucking jet. Hell no. But he's not going also, okay, Again, could, I, say, I say all this to say to activist Twitter when we ask questions where we want to learn more because so much mis- we're hit with so much misinformation every day mm-hmm. that before I decide like on a side that I want to pick that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I need more information. I'm hit with so much false info every day of my fucking life that I'm going to take some time to do some research. Mm. I know that's a sin on Twitter. Also, yeah, I don't have an opinion yet because you guys give me false information, propaganda, bullshit every single day. Do I think innocent people should be killed? No. On either side. And that's where I stand. Right. Two things. One, you can, you can, uh, Order body armor in the U.S. Shut up, Ed. just not in New York. Two, suck okay. my dick. Uh, three, He's in Nevada, right? So yeah. right uh, two. Uh, did you guys see that Elon Musk is making his chargers free as well? What? His what? Yeah, his so chargers. Tesla, like, the Tesla charger stations are just going to be free in Israel. free to use. Yeah, in Mall in- react. <laughs> They're bombing everything. Like you know, I know, the cars are I getting- understand. Yeah, but you can charge your car. Listen, man. He said that on that, uh, that Twitter X, somebody. whatever. I, I don't, I don't know what that does over there. I mean, I'm just seeing entire cities being leveled right now. I don't yep. know what a charger station is doing, but okay. Yep. Thanks, Elon. <laughs> the fuck is that? That's doing? where we're at. But that's where we're at. I see why Drake ain't saying nothing, man. That's what. Yes. But that's the point. Yes. But that's the point. Yo, you know how much misinformation I can pull up within one flick of my thumb on X right now. That Elon runs. On my ex right now. But you feel me? But he's focused on making sure chargers are free in Israel. No, how about we sift through this misinformation on the app that you're running? What I feel like Maul actually has to be vocal about on socials is whether he stands with DJ Envy, Caesar, or the victims. Mm. Mm. How come you haven't been vocal about that? Of all Um, the victims of Patterson, New Jersey, you've been very... Oddly quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly quiet on this topic. <laughs> on something you have nothing to do with. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this shit. Um, so <laughs> um, Envy and Caesar ended up on, I think it's just the local news. I feel like I've been hearing about this shit every day for the past two no, it's, months. It's, it's been going on for almost four months, but they were on the news. Um, well, at least Caesar's wife was, and they explained the entire situation. And then Envy actually addressed it, I think was kind of forced to, um, on the Breakfast Club on Wednesday morning. And I'm not going to say he danced because he is in you know litigation and is being sued. So there's only so much you can say. Right. But Envy was like, listen, I lost money from Caesar as well. No one can say they ever gave me a single dollar. And I have to give it to Charlemagne. He did give Envy some pushback. All the victims on the news said they were introduced to Caesar through you, through yeah. you promoting it on the Breakfast Club, through mm-hmm. you doing the seminars. They paid for all this shit. Mm-hmm. Even on the news report. Mm-hmm. Victims were like, I thought this was legit because I heard it on Power 105. Like, right. No, I didn't think this would be a scam. It's mm-hmm. iHeartMedia. Yeah. I think this could get a little <laughs> crazier for Envy than we thought. I don't know if they'll have actual proof of him taking money and scamming people, even though Caesar was his partner. I don't know what they had an LLC together. I, I don't know the details there. But just from an iHeart perspective, that looks kind of crazy because you, you were. Basically using iHeartMedia 
to give a commercial for a scam. Is which can, I don't know if they're liable per se. I'm sure they have some clause because they're one of the biggest media companies on planet Earth that says anything that's said here, we have nothing to do with. But, but remember when there, there could be a case. Remember when Kim Kardashian posted that thing on Instagram and then the company was like some Coinbase, some Bitcoin scam mm. and they gave her a stupid bag to post this thing. And then it turns out it was and she was held liable for promoting a, a fraudulent operation. Is this not? But similar? a little different when you're, you know, yes. iHeart is like the it's Illuminati. It's a media, media I mean, company, yeah. Like, like, yes, but like iHeart was on the Mayflower. Similar strategy. Like they're, they're not just like iHeart was on the Mayflower. <laughs> they're a little yeah, different. They, they the roots more, run deep with iHeart. I understand they have more like pull in the media space and influence, but the strategy is the same. You're going after the face of something that you know people trust and behind a brand that people trust, and you're using them to push bullshit. Well, so see, some of the victims um, that were on the news, you know, some which were the most unfortunate, were giving like you know, the only $100,000 they had to invest because they thought they were going to flip it. Mm -hmm. But there was also some people that were millionaires that gave up some bread and are doing fine, but they lost a million dollars. Those are the people I'd be scared of because I think they're going to try to sue Caesar and Envy first and whatever the result of that is may put iHeart on the hook after that. Yeah. Because if you win the case against Envy, then I think you have a case with iHeart. They lose against Envy and just Caesar... Then I don't think you have a but case. But you know, iHeart is not. They have something in the oh. fine print somewhere. You yeah. have to, and, yeah. and we don't talk about the fine print enough. Because how can you? You can go in there <laughs> no and throw something. That shit. You could. You could go in there and throw something in the fine print, like oh shit, they coming for us, and just put something in there that we never knew was there. Not nobody reads that shit when they say accept all of this. We, I've never read all. We supposed and to have a copy. If you, if you look never. at some of the things Charlemagne has said, I don't know if real estate scam is that high on the list. Like Charlemagne has iHeart on the hook for real. If real estate scam. Is where you draw the line. Mm-hmm. I think every artist in the 2000s could sue Charlemagne and iHeart as, as far as defamation. I do think that Envy will end up losing his job. I think uh, so too. At, at the Breakfast Club. I think, I think that, but I think they'll do it in a way where Envy steps down. I don't think they'll announce that they let him go. I think they'll just tell him, like, bro, you're going to have to, like, you're going to have to step down. Mm, I definitely fair. see that. I see yeah. that happening for sure. Because at this point, it's too many people, it's too many uh, lawsuits coming in. And you actively were bringing this gentleman up there on the yeah. radio station. Promoting. You were shooting content with him. Y'all shared the same office space. That was your business partner. Like, now, granted, you may not know he was doing something dirty, but at the same time, that falls on you because y'all business partners yeah. and y'all are walking around promoting this business together. There's plenty of plenty of footage, plenty of times he was up at, at um, the Breakfast Club. So I definitely see uh, Envy having to step down from I mean, the Breakfast Club. It, uh, as soon as it affects an advertiser, and I'm sure that's what iHeart is waiting for to make it the easy clip, mm-hmm. is if one advertiser is like, I don't think we want to do syndication with Breakfast Club yeah. because looks like your man is in some heat. Yeah, then then they have happening. the easy way to say, Envy, you should just leave. But mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, I agree. They are going to find that. Have you ever seen Knocked Up when she's like a, a pundit on like an E! News thing? Yeah. And they're like. We're not telling you to lose weight. We can't legally do that. I love that. But movie. step on a scale and look at that number and like make it 10 pounds less. Yeah. So you want me to lose weight? No, 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 no. no, no. no just look no. at that number and make it. So I think they'll do that it. with Envy and Envy will be like, hey, lots going on. I want to focus on my family. Yeah. I've had a good run. Yeah. It's time for me to do other stuff. Yeah. yeah. They'll do one of those. I want to focus on my community, my family, right. being a better person. Israel Palestine. That type, mm. you know, yeah. you know how they like you to know, do it. Priorities. Exactly. My Tesla exactly. charging station. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yo, I don't blame this one on Vlad, but sometimes timing is just hilarious. 
why did Envy show off all his $10 million car collection the day that that broke? Yes. You know what? Vlad does interviews and... It's like the Drake curse. And Envy went and did a whole look at how fucking rich I am content piece with DJ Vlad the week that he was on the hook for fraud. Yeah. And I think the news said it's a $40 million Ponzi scheme. Damn. You know where the money's at? It's in those cars. <laughs> it's in those cars. He's showing you. He's like, this is where I embezzle all the money. Yeah, Yo, exactly. that, dude's, that dude's Caesar was wild. Some of those houses he didn't even own. Yeah. Wow. You know how wild? There was three different investors on one rundown house in Patterson. Each put in over 200K. Caesar didn't own the house. <laughs> it's like Billy McFarlane. How fucking crazy is that? Bro, but how do you, how do you, how do, you do something like that for so long? And like without it going like notice, like without somebody saying, yo, hold up. Like I think after like after the first two, wouldn't somebody be like, yo, they how many years were they doing that? Wow. It was a few years. Definitely, definitely. How many years were they doing it? And then how many years was it before Envy was promoting it on the radio station? Uh Can't be too far I'm on. not sure about that, but I know that the dude Caesar was doing that shit on his own yeah. at one point. And I think he brought Envy in. As a business partner, yeah. as, use his celebrity status to kind of make it legit. Put him on a radio station. Yo, seminars we, together. Seminars. We're building a community. Let's show people how we, they can get to this money and, and real estate, things like that. Over seven years. Easy. Yeah, because like, yeah, I'm thinking like there's always that thing with these kind of schemes where you're obviously doing well financially. You're comfortable. But then enough is never enough. And then mm-hmm. you're like, what else can we leverage to make this bigger than what it currently is? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start. The more you open it up, the more vulnerable it gets to falling apart. Right. And I think Envy just parading this on a public radio station every morning is when it just, you, that's a ticking time bomb at that He point. flew too close to the song. They said yeah. that Caesar dude was paying people back. He was sending them his jewelry. Yeah. What? Sending his chains. There was, there was, a, there was a gentleman that, that worked on Envy's cars in a Lodi, New Jersey. He had like a mechanic shop. And he was working on Envy's cars for over a decade. Envy gave him the pitch. Caesar took the bread. Couldn't pay him back and was like, yo, hold this, hold this chain till I pay you back. That's sick, man. And it's fucked up because a lot of people really jumped into that lane thinking that they were going to be able to flip their money and probably gave their last, their savings, thinking that, yo, I'm, I'm getting into the real estate game. And now they're fucked out of money and possibly can't pay their current bills. So it's fucked. That scam and shit, man, I've just, I've never been a fan of, of scams and schemes because you, you never know what people really have going on in their life and, and and people really use you or use something that you're you're teaching them as a last ditch effort to kind of change their lives financially and get into a better space. And then you do something like that where you steal from them and take their money and people are like now having to move in with their parents. People have to move in fucking, you know, from a house to a fucking apartment. Yeah. Like it's just it's fucked up, man. You know, you know what I do think actually did happen? And I'm speculating. I think Caesar probably did go into that business legitimate and probably did a few good deals met envy got a lot of promo and a lot of money and was in over his head and his expertise i think he just got way over his head and started paying off investors with other investors money of course like he just i don't think he went in there intentionally trying to scam people but he sold too much bullshit like people believed him because he was on breakfast club yeah but and no, at that point, you just got to be like, no, I can't take this on. But th- you get to a point where you have to say, all right. He started believing his own bullshit. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. When you start believing the bullshit, like, oh, shit, this is working. Like, I'm getting away with this shit. But now you look up and it's like everybody's at your door. Like, yo, what's up with that money you said was coming in four months, five months? 
It's been a year. I don't have anything. I think he probably fucked up on one deal. Couldn't pay the due back. Got some money from another. Rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm -hmm. And it worked. And then seven years later, he's at 40 million thinking like, oh, it's going to continue to work. I know one thing. Tony the Closer been motherfucking reporting on this shit every hour on the hour. He's not letting up. Tony's not letting up. I mean, I don't blame him, though. Like. You scam. You scam no, no, hardworking no, people, bro. Like, I'm I'm 100 with it. Like when you when you scam people and people are exposing you for being a scammer, I'm 100 with that. It's, except if you have hookup on polo, like then I I, I support well, the scammers when they're low, low scamming life. polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, supporting that. But that's a weird position for M, uh, Envy to be in. And I, Charlemagne started that segment with saying, "Yo, shut up. Your lawyer told you to shut up, so shut up." And Envy's like, "No, I feel like I have to say something." But you can't. Do you think I heart made him say something? No. No, I think he was just. I, th- I think his his own ego and his it. own oh, yeah. IG comments yeah. made him say something, or his wife made him say something, or somebody in his circle made him say something, not realizing that. And I'm not a lawyer, but if he apologizes, what? I know I hate to break it to you. <laughs> look, look at all my past. Can't read it. Yeah, clearly, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. Um, <laughs> clearly, I have it all figured out. With contracts. Yeah. But you can't apologize for it on the air. Because then it makes you fucking liable. Yeah. That's why you have to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So Envy couldn't apologize to all these people for introducing them to Caesar. He just kept saying, I didn't take any money. I didn't take any money. And he just looked more guilty. Yeah. Instead of taking accountability and being like, yo, I'm sorry I introduced you to a scammer. But you can't say that on the air because that gets brought up in court. Mm -hmm. And now, okay, so you're part of this? You're admitting that you introduced all these people to Caesar? Oh, bet. All right. We're suing you as well. I see Envy stepping down soon. Yeah, he, he has should. to. He has to. I see it. He has and, to. And if there's a way where he can step down and not be held liable, I don't think those things, two things would correlate. I think you can step down and get like the fair treatment from my heart that you mm-hmm. think you deserve, but then also still be fucked in the other regard. So that, does that mean bre- the Breakfast Club is... No. No. They'll get another uh, like guest host again. Who would you like to see in that seat? Uh, and why is it you? Does it have to be another DJ? <laughs> I would love to see that. Maul, Charlemagne, and yeah, Jess Hilarious? Out of here. I'm not, I'm not joking either. Yeah, I think that'd be great. First of all, don't say out of here. Uh, no. <laughs> don't, don't do <laughs> the sky's the limit. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, me and Charlemagne on, on and Jess on Hilarious. Together though, and, and Jess. That would be uh, that would be interesting. Edwin would be like your ghost DJ. But I think Yikes. <laughs> you want Ito? I've heard his mix. Would you sit would you sit in whoa, the, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. the king don't seats do that, that they sit in? No, that is so nasty. <laughs> that that king seat, that throne. That is oh sad. yeah, I'm not a fan. That of That is, and this this is why I don't want to clown them because I don't think that was Charlemagne or Envy's idea. Oh, it's a rebrand. I think that was iHeart dumbass no, but that's, corporate. Okay, and, no, it bullshit, was like ten bullshit, years. If you as, know yeah, a bunch of producer, white people in a conference room was like, it was we should 10 put years. they're the kings of radio. I think that as was a <laughs> producer. As many how many times have I come to you guys with an idea and you're both like, shut the fuck up. That's terrible. A lot. You ultimately we have don't the work for iHeart. We work for us. You have the authority to say no. That's the difference. Nah, but like you're iHeart. They probably showed up to and I'm not shooting on. Envy and Charlie, I'm not doing the Dame thing that you work somewhere. I, don't, I think it's fine that you guys have a great job. You're yeah. radio legends. Yeah. I think they walked in on that rebrand when Angela went to the other room, walked in that morning, and there was fucking... Uh, <laughs> you heard the slight, though? No, you heard the slight? Right there. You the slight? You said Angela took a left, they took a right? <laughs> yeah. Is that not what happened? <laughs> it is, slight. but like, you didn't have to put that in there. Why didn't they give Angela the, the throne? The throne? What you, what, do we think that Angela Yee knew this was, was great to happen with... Uh, no. With envy and well, maybe but I don't think it was part of the decision. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, to Roy's point, I think her situation was independent of that. Yeah, okay. It was time. Y'all don't think it's weird that Angela and Charlemagne 
never got involved in DJ Envy's real estate business. That's a good point. That should tell you something more. No, but that might just be, you know how one of your friends come come at you with something like, yo, I got this. And you just like, no. I'm no, cool. I'm good. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know if they knew, but it's just like, I'm cool. I'm not trying to really get Because they game. probably didn't think it. Mo, if you came to me with the success rate that it was perceived yeah. between Envy yeah. and Caesar, I would 100% take my money and give it to you. Okay. I'm going to come up. I'm glad you said no, that. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm telling you, I think they just heard the pitch and was like, nah. nah. I think they saw Caesar and was like, nah. Something about him. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't like him. His eyes. I don't like his eyes. And listen. <laughs> Something not, about his eyes. I don't like it. It's crazy to get $40 million off like four houses in Patterson. Yeah. What's, what's my man's name from Wall Street that did the Ponzi scheme? Jordan Belford? Yeah. Oh. No. no. The, the no. guy, the main guy. The Ponzi. He, he invented the Ponzi scheme. Robert De Niro played him on the HBO thing. Uh, Bernie Madoff? killed himself. Yeah, Madoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Caesar Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Caesar Madoff. <laughs> Bernie did that in Wall Street. Like, what Caesar Madoff? Caesar might be a legend for doing that in Patterson. His lie was he convinced investors they would get 40 to 50% return within 90 days. That was his, uh, his classic. You know what I'm saying? Somebody tell you that and you don't, yeah, you're, you're gonna bite. You're like, I'm gonna throw all my money into that. Listen, I did it with Loyon. I got my money back. Well, yeah, but we get trust. Loyon is Loyon from the Bronx. No, but that's why I'm saying, like, Loyon pitches to me and it seemed legit, and it was. I got my money back. Mm-hmm. I'm saying when Envy walked in that room to Angela and Charlemagne, I want to know what in his pitch that Angela and like, Charlemagne, uh, who don't like each other, looked at each other and were like, yeah, this one yeah, I'm it. cool. Yeah. No fucking way. Well, all right. Well, do we have a voicemail? You've got mail. Yeah, we do. So uh, we obviously have a Patreon. This was a topic that we had on Patreon. Maul asked a question about uh, Martin Scorsese and why he's never worked with Denzel Washington or really any major black actor. Yeah. Um, so we discussed the history of his films and the reasoning behind those things. So we had a caller call in specifically about that question. So. Also unfair, though, because he worked with Samuel Jackson for like two frames and then he got murdered. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, it Samuel said, yeah, what time is it? He got his head blown off. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Time to, no, like, no. Right? time to die. No, Tommy came in and said, I th- thought you was in here with one of your bitches. Yeah, he said, yeah, where the, said, the hell oh, she went? Where she went? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. All right, here you go. What up, Del? I'm going to get right to it because I was listening to y'all uh, podcast on the Patreon and Rory and y'all bring up a good idea about uh, Mark Scorsese not put, picking black actors for his movie. You know, you go from Goodfellas on down to Irishman. Not one lick of black in none of his roles. But one fun fact that I thought Demaris and Maul would probably bring up in the conversation was that he directed, he was director for the bad music video for Michael Jackson. Not sure if that if that holds that that holds him exempt because nah, Mike probably did the, pay for the, the it. Logo, Mike uh, paid for some that point. white uh, white uh, writers, you know, underscore Stacy to make the uh, plot line for the video. You know, just a little fun fact because you know I know y'all some Michael Jackson advocates just like me. You know, for sure. I still ain't get around to my voicemail because I really want to know what y'all top five Michael Jackson song. Peace, Michigan and House. Can we do three? Top five Michael Jackson songs. Also, by the bad video, that was full vitiligo, Mike. Right? No, yeah. not full. He was. He, he was, was starting. Like, to, he was starting to light up a little. Yeah, bit. he was. Yeah, he was starting. Bad. Up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. full. He had some salt. So I don't know if we can give Scorsese that. I just think it's interesting. Like I said, I, you know, Mark Scorsese, one of the greatest directors ever. 
Denzel Washington, one of the greatest actors ever. Um, I just thought it felt feel like it's odd that they haven't worked on anything together. Be like that sometimes. Like that's just to me. I just I don't know. I just and then you notice that and you're like, well, wait, it's not many black people in none of Scorsese's films either. But do you think? Just doing the bad video is enough to no forgive. No, okay. definitely not. No, nope. right. <laughs> one music video. No, 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 I mean it's a good music video. But Great music video. It's not. But it. no, that's not enough. Okay, what what type of black film would you like Scorsese to direct? I just feel like in all of these movies, I, like what are you trying to say here? Dolomite. I'm asking a legitimate question because we know Dolomite. We know his, his shaft. Yeah. <laughs> we know his competition just loves a good slave movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we, do we want Scorsese to do a slave movie? What type of black? No, movie? no, 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 not, a, a, not a slave movie. It doesn't movie. have to do. A slave it, it doesn't movie. have to be. It's not a. It's not. He a goes slave for movie. Oscars, and I'm sorry, that's the only. But one you're not going to tell me that in all of these, I'm, all I'm of these stories, fact. all of these stories that Martin Scorsese King has Richard? directed, that yeah, there's not a role somewhere for more black roles and black stories and black people in those times. Like, there's definitely. I understand the whole mafia and all of those mm-hmm. stories and things like that, but. We're not going to act like there weren't black people. I mean, you could have had Scorsese could have did a a great fucking film on Vegas and how the, the mafia built Vegas and have fucking, you know, Sam, a Sammy Davis role in the movie by now. He could have did that. He could have did a Rat Pack movie by now. You know what I'm saying? Done black didn't do it. Not saying, you know, I'm, I'm not trying casino. to. Well, yeah, but that's my that's my point. But there but. were black people in, in those times in, in, in Vegas. So why not have that story tied in there somewhere too with Quincy Jones and and and, mm. and Frank Sinatra? Like, I don't know. I just think that there's room for okay. those stories in a Martin Scorsese film. That's all. That's top, all I'm saying. It's just something three, I know about. Top three Michael songs. Top three in Michael or, songs in order for me. Yeah, in order. That's tough. Uh, I want in order. In order. Okay, for me. Three, started from three. Okay. Uh, rock with you. Fuck yeah. Smart. Number one. Uh, number two. Don't matter to me, Drake. Uh, Michael Jackson. Oh. <laughs> what? That's a sleeper pick. He said, don't matter to me, Drake. Michael Jackson. No. Uh, number two, um, Human Nature. Okay. Wow. Number three. This is like, this is number one where you're getting at now. Okay, this is number one? Yeah. Um, oof. It's hard. To you still have Mike. Thriller, Billie Jean on the a table. Lot. Ooh, damn, yeah, you got a criminal. lot. I'm actually surprised Don't about you. Get enough. Pretty young thing. God. Black or white. Bad. Keep going. Off the wall. Keep beat on. it. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to think. Of my favorite, Mike. Um, Rory, you're gonna choose all white, Michael Jackson. I gotta go, Billy. You gotta go, Billie Jean. Number one. Yeah. You I mean, go Billie Jean. Sometimes for you, it's not bad to lean into for the you. classic. Yeah. For you, Billy Jean. The, the, yeah. The For Torontians me, are not only because uh, only because I remember being a kid seeing that video, and I remembered like just staring at the TV, like "Yo, this is some of the coolest <laughs> shit." He's walking, and his sidewalk is lighting up. Like that was to me. Were you holding shit. the antennas while trying to? <laughs> no, we had color TV. You were changing the sheets on the colors. Oh, we, had, we had a clear TV. But to easy. me, that Billy Jean was because I remember even when seeing Mike when he first performed Billy Jean at a uh, big moment. I forgot which which uh, show that was, but that was like when Mike became the solo superstar that he became to be. It was like, okay, no, Mike is, he's a superstar. It was the Jackson 5, but Billie Jean, his performance, his first performance as doing Billie Jean, that uh, was when Mike became they, Mike. They, is, was it at the 1993 Super no, Bowl? No, no, no. Wait, no. wait. Uh, what? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was the 80s. This might have been yeah. 86. It was, uh, it was actually 83. In Germany? 
No, it was a award show here in, in America. He did uh, well, Motown 25. Ah, yes. Motown 25. He did Motown That's 25. It was, it was uh, May 16, 1983. It was 83? Yep. Okay, so I remember seeing it in like 86. I was young. Yeah. Roy, what are your uh, top three? From So starting from three. three. Starting from three? Yeah. <clears throat> so your lowest one. Uh, butterflies at three, maybe. Hipster. Butterfly. That's fucking. Uh, that's not even Mike. That's uh, what's the group? Flowetry. Yeah, but Mike's. I mean, Mike did a great version. Yeah, you uh, fucking yeah, hipster. Yeah, I need you, I'm gonna need you to do like that's Marsha. It's not Mike. Song. Okay, Billy Jean, Dirty Diana. Like I'm trying name to name Michael Dirt, song. Great that's record. Saying. Uh, I was gonna go Man in the Mirror number two. Okay, that's and cool. Human Nature number one. Wow. Also, why can't I have butterflies at number three? Because it's not a Michael. I'm Jackson. 33 years old. But it's that not. was the last like real Michael Jackson song, unless you count this. Butterflies. Oh yeah, well that was the big hit off of that album. Ready, easy. Beat it. Yo, Thriller. Rock hey, yo. with you. Pause. All three. All three. Of you play rock with you in a the club. They still go off to that. Hell yeah! Right. Wonderful song. It's good to know. Amazing song. Uh, Don't I, stop. I wasn't yet enough. Is in mine. Could have been a hipster of like Human Nature with the SWV remix. Like blended. Great record. <laughs> I'm mad at that. Great fucking record. Julian? I yeah, don't stop to you know. I just love You look that. like you like the Free Willy soundtrack. Here we one. go. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely cried. Yo, Julian, you definitely cried when, when Willie made the leap over that wall. You cried. Don't tell me you didn't cry when Willie jumped over the wall and went, he made it back to the ocean. Yeah, bro. Stop you cried. Yeah. Free Willy. Shit. Uh, back. And uh, now that we know that like killer whales can just sink ships at will, like he he was being mad dramatic jumping over those yeah, rocks. Yeah. He could have just went around. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to ruin movies, huh? <laughs> we didn't know at the time that killer whales could just like, you know, jump. Hit, no, hit a rudder and just Yeah, we didn't know that. Because like, why are you some jumping sh- over that to some escape? Sh- just go some around. Strongest animals in the ocean. We didn't <laughs> just know run that. right into it. <laughs> yeah. Knock it over. Yeah. You can end this whole shit. Yeah. Right. You can be free, sir. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Choose your little, destination. Uh, you look like you like Liberian Girl. Sorry, what? I love Liberian Girl. Because that li- video was Liberian. Too. Yeah, Scorsese could have never done that one. No, never. Who who did that one? That had everyone ever in it. You look like you don't know what Liberian. Girl I love is. how it, when it came time for me to pick my three songs, you guys were just chastising. I'm sorry, you look like Free Willy. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. No, it's not. He led with that energy. I tried to say I like butterflies, and you immediately shitted on me. Because when he did, when he started hating, he said it. I jumped on his. Yo, you a rat? Yo, why you just pointing me like that? I'm just sitting here chilling. How you gonna just call me out like that? That's crazy. I was, I was, I was following what mall. I was reciprocating mall. He was energy. picking up what you put All right, out. my bad. Everybody shut the fuck up. What's your top three, Mike? Uh, butterflies. No. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't stop till you get enough. Uh, man pause. in the mirror. And I'll, I'll do beat it. And pause. You like man in the mirror? <laughs> Look no. at Julian. Why is that? You don't like man in the mirror? Thank you. I, I love you, but not top three, Mike song. Why? Top three? You never cried a man in the mirror. It's one of the greatest Cry ballads of all time. It's a great record, but top three. I don't know if that's, that's an emotional ass record. Yeah, you know, like you you do this with your hair too in, <laughs> in the shower, probably. Yeah, one hundred percent. Man in the mirror in the shower is depressing as fuck. Cody, because like I got the glass shower, so you kind of get the reflection. So it's like the man in the do mirror. You curl you the a heart. ball in the shower when you listen to that. <laughs> you cry while the water hitting your face, so you don't know that you're crying. We've all done like the R and B video in the shower scene. That's debatable. Don't do that. I have just not man in the mirror. Yeah, not man in the mirror. Yeah, man. Ask the bad bunny in the shower. That's R and B, but okay. Throw ass to bed. <laughs> Stop. I told you that in confidence, but okay. Jesus. All right, man. All right. Are you guys sharing a room on the road? No. Is that all he knows? Thank God. Uh, we're on the same floor. Yeah. I don't know if we share a wall. I, hope I don't not. think so. Yeah, I don't think for so. your sake. Yeah, for my sake. What floor are you on? 
Oh, we've left by now, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. We haven't. That's why, I'm like, why is he doing this now? I'm, I'm scared of the six. So yeah, they can narrow it down. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Six, got no, you. I'm on, okay. the, I'm, on the eight. I'm on the eighth floor. Yeah, yeah. six. Okay, got it. Um, do we have another voicemail? That was it. Uh, should we just do one more? We could do one more. Do one more. Why not? We're in Canada. Some, let's have some fun. Let's do some. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Actually, here we go. No one said the way you make me feel. Love that song. Oh, go ahead. What? The way you make me feel? No one put that You could have said it, but you fucking said butterfly. I love butterfly. Yeah, okay. Both good. Trip from Virginia. I was just calling to ask what's the Trip. craziest shit y'all have ever done in y'all's life that like you can't believe was fucking successful. The cra- I had to deliver my own baby because the midwife was 45 minutes late and my Whoa. girl wanted to have an in-home birth with just us and the midwife. Oh, I was Ill. not trained. I had no idea what I was doing. The umbilical cord was ripped. I had no idea what that meant. Then my girl told me that if he bleeds like any blood out of it, he could die. So grab the clamps. I didn't know what a clamp for that was. So I'm fucking trying to find something. I don't know what it looks like. Crying, thinking my son's going to die when he's oh. 13 seconds old. God. I'm about to take a shoelace out of a shoe and use that to tie it off. Finally, she finds the clamp. I clamp it off. The midwife shows up. He's 13 months old, perfectly healthy. I still can't believe that shit. Yeah, well, damn. That's crazy, right? I don't really have anything to follow. So the question was, Do you think he used like the clamp that you like Close potato chips with like what? Ooh, like a what, chip clamp? What clamp did he use? Yeah, I mean that probably be better than <laughs> taking a fucking. Wait, shoe that's some wild of, shit. What that that is to, fucking crazy. What do you need to do to clamp? I don't understand what the, he uh, the other side of the umbilical cord has like blood. It was ripping, so he had that's to stop a, the blood from from, uh, to, like, from uh, the placenta. Out. It's very. Uh, it's like where all the nutrients is. You could yeah. wear like big league shoe and like. Yeah, that's why he said that. Up. And they say you shouldn't even really cut the umbilical cord, period. But Wait, why not? What's wrong with you? Everything. You never use gum to like clog a hole? Not everything. For a umbilical cord? Well, I mean, I have been in that. I'm not, as a man that hasn't been in that position. That's some scary I shit, get, though. Having to deliver your own baby? Yeah. That is wild. That sounds crazy. Like, we think, we think like, making dinner is, like, tough. Who? 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 Like, men. No. Like, we had people coming over, you kind of, like... I mean, I'm sorry. You know how to make a mean boiled salmon. salmon sleep on my salmon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couscous. I mean, makes, I, you know he makes couscous. I, I, know <laughs> I can well tell. By, I can tell by the jelly. He's, He's the only man there. I know that knows how to make couscous. What the fuck is couscous? I was there saying, "Breathe, yo, breathe." But you were in the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, but like I was, I was there. Yeah, but that don't count, man. This this guy, he's a fucking, he's a patriot. So, I mean, none of what we say can top him. But his question was like, what's the the craziest thing that you've done successfully that looking back on you couldn't believe you were able to accomplish? I thought delivering a baby in a hospital was there, but never mind. No, um, the craziest thing I've ever done, and I can't believe I accomplished it. Um, what was her name? No. <laughs> Is she verified? Damn. You gave her the check? I'm trying to think. Like, what? nothing lands close to that. But I don't know if I have that type of story. I was going to go with, with the album. It's not like a That's funny a story. Answer. But yeah, like, that that was some crazy shit to me. Mm. To actually, like, open my phone and be on DSPs like that. That yeah. was, was kind of crazy. I, I can be purchased. That was cool. Go Download on Am- Amazon space. and buy myself. Yeah. That is that was, that was is dope, though. Yeah, I can give Bezo a cut of myself. Yeah. It's cool. I think for me, it would probably be. Um, <clears throat> I think Rory and I uh, completing the the live show run we did last year. 
Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, just you two? Well, I mean, no, I'm not trying to exclude. No, nah, that's cool. I'm not trying to exclude the team. We're not in Toronto right now. About to do. A live you were show. the you were the clamp. Like you weren't the baby or you were the clamp's most vital part. Yes. Like yeah, one of you. You weren't no, the, cool. you weren't Thank the father, you. the daughter, the baby. He was the baby. He was the umbilical cord. You clamped him. Yeah, hey, you did yeah. not clamp me. <laughs> like us, us putting that together was um, that was fun. It was fun, but it was it was scary though, because it was like all right, what, what the fuck? I remember me and Rory sat down and talked about it. He was like all right, what the fuck are we doing? Like how do we do this? And it was like, fuck it, let's just figure it out. So that was like scary because now you have people like standing in front of you. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, this is real. But I mean, we found a way to do it and get it done. So it's pretty cool. And while we're in the middle of tour, because to your guys' credit, it's not when people ask, oh, it's a live podcast. You just like sit and talk. I think that's the coolest thing about what you guys and like as a team have been able to collect, uh, to build is it's such a variety show that mm-hmm. when people ask me the question, it's a long answer because we do so many segmented things mm-hmm. that are well scripted, well executed, but also there's original elements in each show, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, makes each experience unique. And I just think that that's just so far beyond what I've seen other podcasts that are in a position to tour. So few that are in this position. Mm-hmm. Normally they just pull up and just do literally a lot. If we were to do this at a, on a stage, people would probably be satisfied with it, but we know we can offer more yeah. And just sitting and watching us entertain people. And so. and I mean, with the amount of cities that we did too, like... 13. We don't have like a hit record. Like, and I'm not trying to take away anything that musicians do when they're on tour. Yeah. But we don't have that one thing that the whole audience is like waiting for us to perform, that we've rehearsed, that we know. Like, every every show is completely different yeah. to some degree. Like, it's easier when you're... Well, I don't want to make it seem like that, but if if I was a rapper, it would be easier to do that. Think so? Because I already know what I'm going to say oh, okay. every single yeah. night. We don't have a set list. We have a, a run of show, yeah. of, of course, but, but those so segments there. But a lot of it is based off of the the, the, the audience. Yeah. Projectors uh, don't work. The city that we're in. Yeah. Particular cities that we're in. Um, so everything is just like constantly changing. And then, you know, we're backstage and, you know, Rory Rory is already on his 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 anxiety meters on the thousand. So How? I got to find a way. What? You don't see when Rory goes to the bathroom 20 times before we go on stage? That's because oh, I have yeah, a sure. terrible bladder. And he, Rory, he took the whole bottle of white wine before we go on. Paces with the red cup. Yeah. Dead silence. Uh, yeah. I'm just talking to both of you and Rory's just yeah. like. <laughs> Even my nephew in Atlanta. When we were in Atlanta, my nephew was like, yo, Rory's always nervous like this? And I was laughing No, it's at not he. nerves. It's definitely. It's, I think it's I, excitement. I, I don't get nervous. I and I don't excitement. have really like crazy anxiety for these shows ever. Ice veins. It's just I don't know how I how I prepare to. I think you get, get excited. It's like your Rain Man thing. You yeah. Go over. Okay, I got you. I haven't gotten like nervous for a show in quite some time. I think the only time I got nervous from our last tour was London. Really? They told us fucking ten minutes before. No, that was crazy. Go, go rock yeah, a two hour show that with that no was, projector, that, and that, your entire show is on a projector. Bro, I y'all know I keep saying it. Y'all don't know how pissed off I was in that. Of course, I have the footage of that. Nah, but you don't, you really don't. No, know. But you'll no, never see Atlanta the was different too. <laughs> <laughs> that footage. I do more of the pacing thing when we have way too many people in the green room, and like I'm just not in that oh, phase. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 I'm not that, in that phase in my life, and I get annoyed because I do want to focus on the show and. So to your point, so much stuff is catered to each city and there has to be some type of memorizing and some stuff we write in the green room yeah. to what's happening at the moment. I fucking can't stand when there's so many people in the green room and they want to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, I have to go talk in a second. Mm-hmm. Like not, yeah. I know that sounds crazy. Like it's some, yeah. No, I mean, that's you're, a terrible you're problem, literally yeah. doing something. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's where I start pacing green rooms. I don't particularly care to Atlanta had 
like 30 people. That was, oh my God. In <laughs> the green room next to us, which was just a fucking but, smoke fest. Uh, smoke but, in fest a, yeah. but in a weird uh, way, y'all don't I feel like, y'all don't feel like that, that Atlanta green room was like made for like a great show though, because like we were kind of already in this phase oh, of like, great. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that it's important. Like you don't, we don't talk about the importance of having a good green room. Oh, it's huge. Before the yeah. show. Like a lot of people don't focus on that. Like a good green room, uh, having the right people in there. Um, the music, it, the music just add, it adds to just your energy. It adds to your calmness. It adds to your your preparation of going on stage in front of people and just delivering a good show and entertaining them. Because I remember that Atlanta green room, and I kind of felt like it was getting a little busy in there at one point. Crazy, but it was the right busy it though. Good. It was the right people in there. It was the right. It was Julian's birthday. We had a great time. It was my birthday. It was your birthday. Wait, I wanted to ask while we're on the the green room topic. Her loss was the soundtrack to last year's tour. What's the soundtrck going to be this year? Do we know yet? So I was it her loss? I'm usually in charge of the thing. I'll play her no, loss we was again. already. We was already. We was in London when her loss came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying that became every show from there on. We were just playing that in every green room. Because when we were in Seattle, it was SZA. That was the yeah. only other show where it wasn't her yeah, loss. Yeah, before that, SZA it was her loss. For sure. From from it's London right, yeah. straight through the South, straight through wherever that was. But we wasn't had, London, Texas, run? Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. London no. was towards the end, right? No, no, uh, no, no, no. November November fourth was the London show. That's when her loss came out on November fourth. Yep. And I believe our show was on the seventh. And when so was Seattle? That was uh, December first, I think, because LA was December thirteenth. Oh, we didn't get home till yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve. We were yeah. out. We were outside for over a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah. So never, never doing that again. Is there a runaway? <laughs> never doing that again. By the way, is bro. there a runaway? Come on, we, uh, know, we know what it is. This one. Yeah, we know. I mean, I'll play her loss again. We know what it is. Um. I don't think it could be for the dogs. No, it can't be because we're not just, all. We don't all feel the, the same way about it. Yeah. Uh, well, not Utopia. Time. Definitely not Utopia. No, not Utopia. Thought it'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm uh, not mad at that though. I'm not mad at that either. Thought it'd be different. I'm not mad at dog. That. Could, yeah. I'm not yeah. Mad at you, don't, that. you don't seem very convinced. But, nah, if we, had, like, but if we had a backup. No, because the thing, I, I, Roy's album's incredible. It actually Apple gave me it's an upgrade on my most played music recently, and it was on my top five most played albums. It's good for you. Don't, I'm not going to show you my top five. Yeah, I mean, but, but I don't want to see. Uh, just, like, just like my girl's phone, I don't want to see. <laughs> In a green room, I don't want everything's going fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't want yeah. to cause problems. I don't want like an up and down. I want it to just be constant. But what album high. were you going to name though? I it was wasn't... just going to say her loss again. I just want to run no, that by you. Guys. You can't yeah. run it back again. No, not not. That's new. It was so good. No, it was. It was. But you, we got to do something new. What, what was album? the last good album? That's a great question. That came out. Don't do that. And there's a lot of good albums that came out, but we're talking yeah, about but what's a green in the room scene album? of a green room. What would be a good album? And, now, I, and we all know it. That's the thing. All of us have to be a fan and, and fuck with this album. Man, that's tough. I think we're going to just have to make a playlist. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. We can make a playlist. Yeah. Maul and I would say the last Magic Nas album, but you guys don't like Magic that. 3, yeah. It was all right. See, I did nah. But that's fine. Remember, you, you don't, don't like Magic 3? I just speaking I'm, of this music nah. debate, I want to get into ATL Jacobs uh tweets on Patreon. So let, let's do that. Yeah, I wanna you wanna do that? Yeah. Patreon? Let's Patreon. All right, well we'll uh we'll see y'all on Patreon. We're about to uh have this ATL Jacob because that was a that was a wild take he said. That's my guy. Even though Julian crazy. agrees with him, but that was a wild take. But I'll I like play contrary. But I like yeah. I like ATL Jacob, so I do. I'll I'll, I'll talk about it because I do like him. I think he's talented. I think he's a. Uh, I do agree with him actually. Fuck that. Yeah. So um yeah, let's finish it on Patreon. Yep. No worry, Ma. <laughs>